0: Sefer Devarim, Parshat Re'eh, on being a treasured people. Much of Parshat A consists of a long list of laws. At one point, though, the list is blatantly interrupted with a passage that has perplexed us for millennia. You are a people consecrated to the Lord your God. The Lord your God shows you from among all other peoples on earth to be a treasured people. This raises one of the Jewish people's most struggled with questions. What exactly does it mean to be a holy people and a treasured nation? One temptation is to reject such a passage. We believe from our own Jewish moral and theological principles that all human beings are unique and equally valuable. Therefore, it only makes sense to say there is nothing unique about the Jewish nation. We are just like everybody else. The other extreme view might be that Jews are somehow better. At its worst, this leads to some extremists to believe Gentile lives are not as important and that all of their values and deeds are in vain. However, our approach cannot follow either of these paths. Rather, it has to be rooted in the fact that we do indeed have a special relationship with God, having been chosen to receive the Torah. We cannot use that to put down other people, and our relationship with mitzvot cannot lead us to hubris. It does not mean that we're more important. What it does mean is that we have a a sacred responsibility as stewards of an ancient and ever-adapting system of morality. This view is not about merely accepting an honor we didn't ask for. It's aspirational. We must do the difficult work of living up to this status as this consecrated and treasured people. This is much like the difference between having a good wedding and having a good marriage. Our wedding to the divine came when we received the Torah at Mount Sinai. Yet all that getting married does is put you under the obligations of being in that special relationship. It is not a good marriage in reality unless you put in the day in and day out work for it. That work, the work of being in covenant with God, means striving to set a great moral example for the world. And it would be fair to say our record here is not perfect. There have been plenty of individual Jews throughout that like all people, have done shameful things. Overall, though, I think we should be incredibly proud of the tradition we've inherited. A cynic might say that Jews have comparatively little history of oppressing people only because, for much of our history, we were powerless. However, I'd like to think it's also the result of our moral compass given to us with the Torah. Similarly, a cynic might say that Jews have been influential and done lots of good in the world by the luck brought about by accidents of history. Still, I cannot help but think the secret is in the way we've we've been charged with being a moral light to the nations. What makes us treasured is, is the fact that we're committed to justice and holiness. We are treasured insofar as we have an obligation to protect the vulnerable, a task that is spelled out for us over and over again in the Tanakh. So too, we are shown throughout our scriptures a pathway toward living a holy life of connection to the divine. Those interested in amulets might be familiar with the term segula being used to describe an object that heals. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov connected this to the Torah's notion of Israel being an am segula, a treasured nation. He taught, this is like a segula used for healing. Even though the dictates of nature would not necessitate that this should induce healing, nevertheless, this thing is propitious for curing. It is supernatural, something which the human mind cannot fathom. Our ancient but adaptable morality can often be seen as old-fashioned and tedious, yet mysteriously it works like a charm. Or in the more rational mind of Abraham Ibn Ezra, sagula means a desirable thing to which nothing comparable is to be found anywhere. It's a special treasure to have this unique moral inheritance, one that through the spread of ethical monotheism has also percolated into the hearts and minds of Christians, Muslims, and others. So what? A critic might say, it's all good to live a life of good deeds and holiness, but do you need to say you've been chosen? The truth is that everybody should know they've been chosen and set apart for something, and that yes, it's important to acknowledge it we learn a saying from Rabbi Akiva in Pirkei Avot, the Ethics of the Fathers. He used to say, Beloved is humanity, for it was created in the image of God. Especially beloved is the person for whom it was made known to them that they've been created in the image of God. It's crucial for all people to know their own holiness. And the holiness of Israel as a nation is simply a collective version of the holiness bestowed upon all people. Rabbi Akiva continues to describe Israel with, Almost the exact same formulation he uses to describe each individual, saying, Beloved are Israel in that we are called children to the all-present. Especially beloved are they for it was made known to them that they are called children of the all-present. And if all people are beloved because they bear the image of God, and all the moral rights and responsibilities that come with that, what makes Israel beloved? Rabbi Akiva goes on. Beloved are Israel in that a precious vessel, the Torah, was given to them. Especially beloved are they, for it was made known to them that the desirable instrument with which the world had been created was given to them, as it is said in Proverbs 4.2, for I give you good instruction, forsake not my teaching. For the individual and the nation, it is one thing to be chosen for a special task, but in order to carry it out, It's also important that you're made aware of that mission. Perhaps this should inspire us to express to people how important they are. We must let them know that they're special and in a special relationship with God and with one another, not a superior relationship to anyone else's, but a unique one that only they are equipped to live out. In our interfaith and intercultural work, maybe we're charged with doing a better job of celebrating other populations for what we treasure about them. What specific missions are the other peoples of the world tasked with carrying out? That's probably not for us to determine. But as Jews, we know what ours is. It's the work of repairing the world laid out in the Torah and the tradition that has sprung from it. Shabbat shalom.